You're listening to English with Monty, the podcast about the English language. Today is 8-Minute English, talking about punctuation, part one. Hi there, welcome to 8-Minute English. I've got Gideon on the show. It's going to be difficult to fit Gideon into 8 minutes, but I can try. <laughs> Don't make any smart comments. We've got to go now. So we're going to do it on punctuation. Where should we start? Apostrophes, maybe. Is that a question? Yeah. That well, just, what do you uh, think? You're reflecting on things. I'm reflecting on some way. So apostrophes are something that people get wrong with punctuation, don't they? Including native English speakers, I should say. That's true, isn't it? So obviously an apostrophe is the little dash that goes above, isn't it? Like in Italian, it would be very similar, probably in French as well. It has Latin origins, apostrophe maybe. Yes. When would we get it wrong and when would we use it? It's very important, isn't it, to use apostrophes, especially in spoken English, I find, because we often shorten words, don't we? Yes. Maybe we should start with it's. I think it's a to start when you're doing apostrophes. There are two it's, aren't they? IT apostrophe S and ITS. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to explain the difference. So IT apostrophe S means it is. Mm -hmm. I could say it is amazing ITS without an apostrophe would be about possessive wouldn't it IT apostrophe S could also be it has I should add oh yes that's a good point it's that's been a long time point. oh that's a good point I missed that one out Please. so ITS without the apostrophe would be a possessive so you could say this school its geography department is amazing yeah it's so. been a long time since we did a podcast would be has it has it's been a long time Often I say this to students, I don't know if this would be fair, but for example, you say do not or don't. I would say don't is more common in spoken English. It's more natural, I would argue. Whereas do not is probably a bit more of an emphasis, isn't it? Do That's not that. do that. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're speaking naturally or you're even you're writing naturally, you say don't, not, do not. But if you're stressing the not, maybe you won't contract. Mm. I think that covers most things, doesn't it? Was there anything else you wanted mm. to add on that one? It's has, you can check whether it, it's a contraction of has if there's a past participle after it, or if it's an adjective after it, it's probably it is. Mm -hmm. It is hot, it's hot. And if it's a noun, it could be possessive. The dog is wagging its tail. One confusion, I think, with an apostrophe is whether it's a plural possessive, right? You would say James's book. James's can actually have apostrophe s after the name or it can just have an apostrophe right is that correct exactly we won't get to when because even there are disagreements about whether you should put a second s or not there's no consensus just be consistent what you're right if it's already an s there you can just put the apostrophe or you can put first yes you can stick to one rule yeah i should say also that native speakers often make a mistake with putting a plural with an apostrophe it's even got a name it's called the greengrocer's apostrophe or something like that buy our best bananas and they put banana apostrophe s mm. because they're not sure if it's going to be apostrophe there so you often see that mistake in england where the apostrophe is there where it shouldn't or should be there but it isn't because i always get confused that you say on a cv i have 12 years experience and you put the apostrophe after the s don't you on that one yeah why is that john it's 12 years experience that's correct it's after the s because isn't that just because it's a plural possessive right yeah. That's the reason why, isn't it? That's right. It's a plural possessive. Okay. Some people are not sure whether to put an S or not. I'll mm. see you in two weeks' time. Two weeks. That's a plural, is it? Or is it possessive? And the way to know is use one 
if it sounds correct. I'll see you in one week's time. Ah, oh, yeah, mm. still an S, so it must be possessive. Well, that's a curious one and always good to look at. I've been here for two weeks. That's plural. There's no possessive. I've been here for one week. Put it back into the singular. I've been here for one week. And you'll see that it can't be possessive. That's true. Quotation marks. Full stops and commas go inside the quotation marks, even if they aren't part of the material that is being quoted. That's contentious. Is it? Some people say no. That's generally they're a difference of opinion. I'd say if you're looking at a book, generally that would be the case, right? Well, what about then a uh, question mark? Well, the question mark, I suppose it depends what you're talking about, because here it says his latest story is titled The Beginning of the End. Wouldn't a better title be The End of the Beginning? So obviously the question mark is outside the quotation mark. Yeah, exactly. If the sentence has the question mark, is a question, then it'd be the end. If the quote as a question mark, then it would be before the quotation marks. Yeah. Okay. So going on to brackets, parentheses, would we say parentheses or brackets? Does it matter? Usually brackets. Usually brackets. Parent- isn't it? Usually brackets. I think in formal situations, you might say parentheses. When you're talking about grammar and sentences, you'd say brackets. I think maybe in mathematics, you might say parentheses or some other situations. Yeah, I guess in mathematics, I think you're right. Or in a URL or something, maybe you can't put them. But anyway, in other situations, you could say parentheses. It says like a parenthetical sentence exists on its own. Terminal punctuation goes inside the closing parentheses. Mm -hmm. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, that is fair enough. I didn't know that one. So yeah, obviously, if you've got brackets... And it's the final thing of the sentence, the full stop goes inside the brackets. Hyphen. So you use a hyphen for compound adjectives. I think this is a nice one. I always talk about this one with students because it's like, for example, they say a 15 year old boy, for example, you don't say 15 years old boy, do you? Because it's a compound adjective. Exactly. So you're kind of putting dashes, aren't you, between 15 dash year dash old. I work a 35 hour week. Yes. So that'll have hyphens between the 35 hour. Exactly. Yeah. So you're obviously using it as a week. Not before week. 35 hour. Between 35 dash and then hour. So between Mm -hmm. those two. Obviously, if you're using it as a noun, then yes, you say 35 hours, of course. But as a compound adjective, you wouldn't. You would remove the S because adjectives don't have a plural. Exactly. Distinguish between the colon and the semicolon. This is always a tricky one, isn't it? So colon is two dots above each other, isn't it? The semicolon is a dot and a comma underneath. A colon before a list, wouldn't you say? Sometimes both could be used, but I think colon before a list mm-hmm. of things, perhaps. And semicolon is sort of somewhere between a full stop and a comma. But you can get away with, if you have any doubt, you can get away with not using semicolons. You know, rarely use them, do use them sometimes. Semicolon, the example it says here, only a third of Americans have a passport. And then you've got semicolon, the majority of Canadians have a passport. So it's creating a different clause, isn't it? They're related, but they're independent. Yeah. Okay. And as you said, with a colon, it's a list. But if you're giving the items in a list, you can sometimes use semicolons. They're long examples rather than commas. Okay, yes. Because within the examples, there may be commas, which would confuse things. They're not just one word examples from a list, because then you would use commas. But if it's long, you use semicolons. So that was the first five of punctuation. We're going to do five more soon. So thanks very much for listening.